Here we are. And it, there's always, always, I will I, I mention it every episode, that awkward time where I have to walk up here because I just can't be in two places at one time. Yeah, I was watching the previous one, and I caught that. It's yeah. not that awkward. It's okay. It works. Yeah. So first off, hello, everybody. Um, welcome to another episode of Crossroads. I'm Pastor Tyler Maynard, and my guest today is Ryan DeFaw. He's one of my youth leaders here, and uh, you do quite a bit here at this church, don't you? Yeah, I, I try to fit in where it makes sense. Whatever God's gifted me with, I try to use those gifts and talents in, the, in whatever way I can. Beautiful. Um, you, know, it, it, you are like like the jack of all trades in this church. Like, You do kids, you do youth. I think you've ushered a couple times too? No, you, I haven't ushered. Oh, I definitely know. enjoy doing uh, setups and breakdowns and everything like that, kitchen stuff. So, you know, I I talked to somebody recently and they, they asked, we were talking about gifts specifically, and and I was kind of caught off guard because like, oh, so, you know, what do you feel your gift is? And I had to stop and think. I was like, if I had to say one specific gift, I guess it would be serving. Yeah. Or like being in service because I thoroughly enjoy being able to serve others in whatever capacity I can. Like it's it's just to see other people uh, either be able to enjoy something comfortably or seamlessly or if I'm you know, uh, because of what I do, able to repair something so they can get back to normal life. Just, yeah. I don't know. That's uh, something that brings me joy, and I, I truly feel like that's from the Lord. So, so, so we're going to do something? We're going to switch mics real quick? All right. Because this one's a little louder, so I want people to hear you more. All right. It might be how I talk. I'm not used to talking into a mic. No, it's so. fine. It's fine. All right. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I've, I've definitely... Uh, Enjoyed. I always enjoy serving in what, whatever capacity that is. And um, I do the kids' ministry, one of the kids' ministry leaders. Uh, definitely love working with the youth. The all-nighter was amazing. That was a great that was, time. That was, that was awesome. It was epic, for sure. That was God, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Because by, like, hour three or four, I'm just like, what did I set myself up for? You did great. You did uh, thank great. you, man. But, again, just being able to... Do whatever in the moment to uh, just help everything go forward and have everybody uh, truly be able to enjoy that fellowship. You know, I feel like uh, that's something that pleases the Lord, and that's, you know, that's yeah. just uh, where I'm at with all yeah. that. We're, we're called to be servants. We might have the title of, like, leaders or pastors or whatever, but yeah. ultimately, like, every ministry is God's ministry. Yeah. He's Absolutely. the one who leads. We are just the ones who receive what he has, like, receive what he wants us to do in this ministry and then right. we execute yeah he's the coach we're the players yeah excuse Absolutely. me a quick second get over a little chest cold and i have asthma so it's not too fun so i'm gonna take a little inhaler real quick yep definitely gotta take care of yourself first to be able to take care of others <laughs> do what the lord has for you hey breathing is fantastic yeah it is <laughs> thank you lord thank you um so, I've actually got um, something I was praying about when you asked me uh, to do this Saturday. Yeah. Um, I felt like God had placed it on my heart immediately, 
but I went back and forth quite a bit with like, Lord, is that really from you? Was that just a knee-jerk thought of that's what I that's what I should speak about? That, that that wrestling between if it's God's voice or your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got you know you got your own thoughts and everything, and you definitely um, when you've had enough conversations with the Lord, you know you you get to a place where you're like, all right, God, yeah, that's you for sure. Yeah. Um. So through the week, as I was praying about it, thinking about it, going through, doing different things in my Bible, it definitely settled on uh, perseverance. Mm. So that's what I want to speak on or have us kind of discuss today is perseverance in faith and with faith. Yeah. Yeah. So I looked up the definition for perseverance. All right. And it's doing something despite difficulty or delay in Mm. achieving success, which, Mm. you know, I I read that and I thought about that. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But you know, success looks different for everybody else. So in my head, at least, the way I, I think about it is uh, doing something despite difficulty or delay and achieving where you want to go or what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. The, the, so, the end goal. Yeah, the end goal. Not so much maybe success, because obviously if you reach what you want to do, it's successful, but just achieving your accomplishment, yeah. whatever that is. And James actually speaks about this a lot. It's, perseverance is actually in the Bible a lot more than I even realized as I was oh. getting into yeah. this. Um, so it's it's absolutely important. But I'm going to read First uh, James 2 through 8, just kind of set the stage here. So James is writing, I, I read a little bit ahead, and it's it's a writing that's that's basically to all the followers. And it's more of um, daily living, things that that we should do and continue to do as we're following what God has for us. So James writes, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So I'll stop there, because as I was reading through that, you know, perseverance... I feel like we have a lot of natural gifts and talents, and, and that might help us to persevere, but perseverance is one of those things that it, it has to be developed. It's something that we continually work on, especially in our faith. I guess I'll put that note on there, that asterisk. Yeah, we, we have to work out our perseverance. Yeah. Like. In our, in our faith, it, it's, it's something that we're, we're like the Israelites when, when they're wandering the desert, and they, they go to God, and then they fall away from God, and then they yeah. remember God, and then mm-hmm. they fall away. And it's no different, you know, I, I talk to my kids about this, I'm like, it's no different today, honestly, that with a lot of people and our human nature than how they were at that time. The Bible says we'll face nothing that is un- not uncommon to man. Right. We're facing the same problems that were faced by the Israelites, you know, thousands of years ago. Yeah. I mean, you know, idols and, and just flesh nature and everything, and we, we just want to be able to persevere. We want to have the faith that produces perseverance to recognize when we, which we always should, but, but when we really need to press into God and when we need to lean on others to help us in our, our faith walk, uh, because there's a lot of people that are going to speak life into us. And then also, even when we're not at that point, 
and we feel like we're we're walking you know the good walk we're, we're feeling really good but to know that that perseverance is also being observed by others yeah and that that is going to help other people even when we don't recognize it uh, so I feel like perseverance plays an a, a extremely important role in that because if we're walking that out with that uh, tenacity and that that dedication to our faith to persevere through the difficulties um, obviously we feel great uh, being closer to the Lord but then also it's an example to others that it is possible there's a lot of things that that I know that have happened in my life that weren't of my own doing at all but if somebody were to ask me well how do you do this or how how do how do you make that happen you know it, it's not me it's God but it's also the walk that I've had that's produced that that faith that's produced perseverance so let me continue it says let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything if any any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all, without finding fault. And that's that's awesome because I know my wife, uh, Miss Shelley, was was speaking on uh, shame and faults and things like that. And right here, we're also reminded, you should ask God, who gives generously to all, without finding fault, and it will be given to you. And that's the beautiful thing. Like God never expected you to be perfect. Right. Like, God never expected you to have everything figured out. Um, and, and sometimes God just solves it along the way, and you're just kind of a passenger. Yeah. I know for me, you know, trying to switch careers. Mm-hmm. I used to be a semi-professional snowboarder, then I turned into ministry. Um, you know, I didn't really have that kind of basis to know what basic ministry looks like. Yeah. Like how to lead a group or how to lead a Bible study or something. But then in those in those situations, at least at least for me, I know God has spoken so clearly to me that it ends up being becoming something really beautiful and it entirely wasn't my it wasn't by my strength. It was just being willing to step out. Was your faith producing perseverance? Yes. You continued on that. Yes, path. and that, that's not even just the call for like ministers or like leaders or anything. That's the call right. for all Christians. Yeah, absolutely. Like the Great Commission wasn't just for the disciples. Right. The Great Commission was for all believers in Jesus Christ. Right. So that those who don't know can come to the Lord, and those who do know can be refined in their faith, so that they can be yeah. effective in you know their local area, their Judea, you know their community, their Samaria, and then the ends of the earth. Yep. Well, and that brings us actually to what James says next. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. You know, that's, that's important. It's hard. Yeah. When you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Yeah. And, I mean, in life, we've, we go through things that bring us to a point where we assume we know what's going to happen. Yeah. We, we assume, well, if I do this or I say this, this is probably how it's going to go. And then that starts to sow the seeds of doubt. Because then it's like, well, what happens if I mess up? What happens if I say the wrong thing? Because that happened before. It's that, it's that one drop of poison that affects right. everything. Yeah. And that's, and that's that, that, that flesh, that, that sin 
that being on that path that misses the mark that's that's not on what god has yeah. for us that that causes that doubt but says because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind and that's you know i feel like especially in in today's age just the way so many are i mean it's like every other day a new something is popping up with you know pulling you this way pulling you that way and it's always been like that but it's just so much more uh present and prevalent because of of technology social media everything it's you know you're not at home where it's just a tv screen that could be turned off and then you have family time and everything yeah. i mean a great example of this i worked at a summer camp for a mm-hmm. few years uh spring hill camps uh and especially there you did not get a lot of good cell service mm, okay and obviously you were busy you know trying to wrangle like for me it was 18 middle school boys yeah like and it was a different one every week so it's just like trying to figure out how you know what they're like and getting to meet them and yeah. all that so you're generally pretty busy um you realize how truly small the world is because yeah. i mean we have access to like world news in you know milliseconds yeah um but it can be stressful that's a lot of information to take in mm-hmm. um but sometimes man it's it's beautiful to just kind of be able to shut up the noise like the white noise that comes through our phones or our TVs yeah and just really connect with the moment and who we are in that moment <coughs> absolutely i can i can completely relate to that because there were so many moments where and it, even though i do enjoy serving it's still uh, something when I'm in that leadership position where I still have a lot of nervousness. Like, I still am nervous when it comes to leading, when it comes to, you know, uh, having to speak like this. Yeah. Like, this is, it's funny because I grew up and I did a lot of things that uh, put me in, in places where I was in front of a lot of people. Like, I, I did, uh, show choir when I was in middle school really where you had to go up on stage and sing and dance and I was I, in parades I did not know that Whoa. no a lot of people don't I also did uh hip-hop dancing so when there was the time for the recital like I was one of two boys that had to be up on stage so I've done stuff my whole life that has put me in positions to be like in front of people but I still in my stomach and like I just get this nervous pit and I feel like God has done works in me for a long time to be like no like there's there's something there's things that I'm preparing you for that you know just rest in me and and I've gotten to a point now like even for today uh praying just before this you know um God basically was just like you know you you know me just just speak just you, you know you have the holy spirit you have the helper just just yeah. speak. It'll be okay. And that nervousness is not uncommon. I did yeah. communion on Palm Sunday. Oh, yeah. That was great, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I'll be honest. I was sitting over in, like, the second row, like, because I, I knew when I was coming up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on the outside, I can put on a pretty good facade. I, I just kind of learned how to look calm. Yeah. But on the inside, I'm like, what did I just sign myself up for? Right. Yeah. I just agreed to this without thinking. Um, but the beautiful thing is... You know, when you know the Lord, it just kind of overflows and just kind of comes out. 
Like, yeah. I did not plan to preach. That's awesome. And then I ended up, like, that's preaching. Right. It just flows. And that's, that's what happened. So my original point, which I digress a lot, but so with camp, I was signed up actually by my wife, Miss Shelley, <laughs> uh, signed up to be a leader for kids camp for Fajola. Did you have a choice in that year. matter? Uh, she kind of said like, hey, we want the kids to be able to go. And this was when we were uh, at the well. And she's like, but, you know, it'd be really great if we had somebody there. And it was just so it was Michelle a persuasive. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, and it was a far way out. So I just said, OK, like, sure. And it was so far away that in my mind, it's like, yeah, it's, I don't know, something is probably going to happen where uh, it's not going to happen. It's but months then, away. It's not, we're not right. going to get there. So then <clears throat> the time comes, paperwork's all submitted, everything's done, and I'm going to be a, a kids camp leader. And uh, it's like the night before I have to get there and, you know, meet up with all the other leaders, get situated, get, get the room situated. And then it's like the moment, the next day, the moment before the kids are about to come in and start arriving and then that nervousness like wanted to hit and then I just again prayed and was like Lord just just get me through and then it like as soon as the first kid walked through the door just all that washed away and it was just like calm and and fun and the amazing thing was all that noise that you had brought up all the outside noise from the world none of it was there because there weren't any phones it was all you know, just fellowship with each other, connecting, playing games, uh, just interacting with each other, uh, different training things that they had, and then when it came to worship and the message, just seeing all these kids and leaders and everybody just worshiping freely and completely, like, in that moment with God, just just praising Jesus, It there's nothing... There, there's just nothing like that it. describes my experience in camp so well too yeah because we, we would get our kids like sunday afternoon maybe about two o'clock mm-hmm. but like from like saturday night right before i went to bed to sunday when i got them like my anxiety was like yeah all time high especially when we were just waiting around for them to get? show up what are they gonna be like yeah, yeah. like you <laughs> are have they gonna so, go to sleep you have so many uncertainties yeah. on what's going to happen but what I've discovered in doing that, sometimes the things that make you the most nervous become the most beautiful things you ever do. Yeah, and it's it's being outside of that, outside of that comfort zone, o- which, outside your own understanding. Yeah, and and allowing God to work. That's that's really where I think I enjoyed getting into looking at perseverance and and what what God's word says about us having to persevere and that'll I'll, I'll continue so we left off it says uh, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind and thank goodness I didn't get to a point of, of doubting being in that position and those positions because there's so many awesome testimonies and things that happened oh, yeah. um, so having that perseverance to, to walk out in faith and, and do that but that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. But blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because, having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. And this is 
James 1, 12 down to 15 where I'm at now. Uh, so when tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full, full grown, gives birth to death. And, you know, there's so many times where just early on, when I was growing up, I grew up Lutheran, and, and my experience, I can't speak to everyone's experience um, with the Lutheran faith, that's, you know, that's not something I'm going to do, but for me personally, um, growing up Lutheran and the way my family household was, was, you know, your relationship with God was based on the works that you do. If you work hard and you're a good person, uh, at least to other people in general, then everything will work out and it'll be okay. And that's what God's asking of you. Like, if you do other stuff that, you know, God wouldn't approve of, it's not that big of a deal, but so long as, in general, the good outweighs the bad, like, then then you're good. Yeah. That, that was my experience. Um, but having, you know, lived that and walked that and then um, had a lot of, of things that happened in my life that, I fought with God. I was angry at God for um, just led me to do my own things. And exactly what it, what it says in here, you know, each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Uh, not even so much evil desires, but just things that, you know, that aren't where God wants us to be, what he has for us. Hmm. His original great beautiful plan that he had for humanity um, that unfortunately it was it was spoiled by sin you know we just we have that and we just have for whatever reason these tendencies that we choose little things here and there that just kind of lead to our own destruction like it says yeah. it gives full grown gives birth to death even to reverse back to verse 8 uh, verse 7 verse 7 yeah. and 8 that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and un unstable in all they do. Um, being, a, being a bit of an adrenaline junkie, um, like, I love going fast. Yeah. Um, obviously, primarily, as you all know, is snowboarding, but I've done, like, kart racing and all that stuff, too. Um, if you're going really fast, especially on a snowboard, if you're going really fast, you've got to be fully committed. Oh, yeah. If, if you have a minute out of doubt and like try slowing down too quickly you're you're having a really big crash um even in faith like if you have if you let doubt start to overtake the faith that god has given you you know you're going to be basically just someone who's not effective right like it's the difference between flowing water and a stagnant pond. Yep. You know, a stagnant pond has no mm -hmm. movement. It stays exactly where it is, and then bacteria forms, and it, it's not good to drink. Which, yep. if you didn't know that, good survival tip: don't drink stagnant water. Yep. So survival tip from Tyler: fast moving water. Yeah. You want to you want you want to drink something that's moving, that's flowing, yeah, that's going somewhere. That's right. So a river is going somewhere. So. Yep bacteria doesn't have the opportunity to actually propagate and form and all that um 
but ultimately it's better, cleaner water to drink from. Yep. So if, if God's going to use us, if God is going to use, you know, this, this water that is called our lives, we have to be moving forward. That's right. Like we can't let things stop us or we're going to become stagnant. And then ultimately it ends up leading to death. Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, if you're, if you're not moving forward, if you're standing still, then, you know, you're not moving forward with your faith. And that's something that I know I've, I've heard it before. And I think I was kind of stubborn minded and didn't want to admit it or recognize it. You know, you're like, no, like I have my faith and I do my routine and I'm the way that I am. And you know, it's, it's just that 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 stubbornness yeah, I, the, I got this mentality it's like yeah it, and it's almost like the opposite of perseverance because if you're not moving forward you can't go through the difficulties because you're not even allowing yourself to be in a put, put in a position where you are uncomfortable where you have to push yourself and you have to rely on the lord and let the lord truly work through you um and as i was reading you know it brought me to different examples and there were a bunch that came to mind um you know, Gideon in Judges. Yeah. I, I probably one of my favorite parts of the Bible is just reading through Gideon and then also David. Um, actually, a little bit more after David and Goliath is is where David uh, had to persevere a lot. Yes, because he had to face like Goliath. Right. Then there were two instances of people, like groups of people, trying to kill him. Yeah. Like he's he, basically on his uh, on the run for his life. Yeah. After Saul was jealous and and outraged. Yeah. And then Absalom. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think his own like brother-in-law or something. Yeah. Right. I believe so. Yeah. Running from his own brother-in-law, like yeah. family. This man had to go through so much. That and then having the faith and understanding and and respect for the Lord that even when he had an opportunity where it seems like he, he could have ended it early because he had the opportunity to end Saul yeah. twice. And he didn't because he said, I'm not going to take the, the Lord's anointed. I, I will not kill the Lord's anointed because he had that respect and authority for God that he didn't take it into his own hands and God was able to work the, the entirety of his design through David. And that, that's something that spoke volumes to me about perseverance because he was at that point where people around him were saying, Saul is here, go ahead, take his life. Like, and David could have been done running. He, he could have started you know, leading something, yeah. but he didn't because he, he was wise enough. He had the wisdom from the Lord to persevere and to continue living in, in, in strife and in battle. Um, yeah. But God gave him strength, and in his faith, he persevered. Some of the, some of the psalms were written as he was fleeing for his life. Yeah, hiding in caves. Hiding in yeah. caves, you know, trying to elude these people who are trying to kill him. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've been in situations where I thought, oh, this is it. This is, I don't, God, I don't know how you're going to get me out of this one. Um, both, you know, physically and just like, leadership wise and just as a person wise where it's like oh my gosh god i have made a massive mistake how how do i get out of this one um you know there's this 
really interesting moment. Uh, you know, when you're when you really think it's it, like you really think it, it your your life's about to end. You think about so much, but it's all very like blurry. Yeah. Like you think about your family, your friends. You know how much they're gonna miss you. You know, maybe if it's a dumb decision, like oh my do gosh. Do you have a lot of those moments while you were snowboarding? Uh, I ha- I have one. I mentioned it on the podcast, but I guess I'll mention it again for the sake of the conversation. Um, I had an incident back in uh, 2016. End of 2016. Um, I had lost control, and I started sliding. I was sliding towards like a cliff in like oh, a forest, no. um, and I couldn't stop myself. And it's um, it's weird. It's it's weird. It's terrifying. I don't wi- I don't wish it on anybody. Um, if you do risky things, please be careful. Use your brain. God gave you it. Um, it's true. But uh, discernment. <laughs> yeah, discernment, discernment. Uh, unfortunately, that instance was just freak accident. Yeah. Um. But you know, the only clear thought I had in that moment was God help me. Yeah. And I I said that and I said, Okay, you know what, whatever happens after this point is what happens. If God wants to save me, he'll save me. If if it's it, it's it. Um and obviously we're having this conversation right now, so Yeah, you're here. I'm here. God saved you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, God uh That's awesome. God Well, knew, God wasn't done with you. Yeah, God he, knew exactly who more. he need needed me needed to make me be. Yes. Um, and you know that's it, it's a bad thing. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's a terrible thing. I dealt with flashbacks like for a while of like seeing that moment over and over and over again. But like, you know, God makes it beautiful in the end. Right. But you have to go through the process of it. Right. You have to go through the process of like grieving it. Right. Like, oh my gosh, I went through that situation. Oh my gosh, you know, I can't stop seeing it while I try to go to sleep at night. Right. Like. I, I can't stop myself from having anxiety attacks about it yeah. at times just because it's so vivid when you see it again. Um, well, and there's enough there's enough trials that we're going to go through in life, even if we're we're trying to you know, um, just do what we know is right, what God has for us. There's there's going to be trials whether we you know are making poor decisions when we know <laughs> that they're risky and whatever or not. So definitely no no advocate to go out and make decisions so you can create experiences to learn from but yeah, yes. we're, we're, uh, yeah. I share my stories so you, everyone who's watching this doesn't make the same stupid mistakes that I did when yeah. I was younger right and I and I feel like that's you know that's that's God's word he's he's that's the history of saying hey this is what happened these this is what everybody did this is what the people went through at that time of being in slavery and not, and taken out of it. I mean, even Moses had to persevere to to be able to do what he did. I mean, there's so many examples. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, but in Hebrews 12, 1 through three, this is where I think us being able to do this uh, is is reinforced by God's word right here. Uh, Hebrews 12, 1 through three. Therefore. Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. 
that's a that's a hard verse. Right. It is. And that's the thing is that there's witnesses even when we don't realize that God is doing something, just just us having a conversation in the morning, just the way that we interact with somebody else, just the way that we reach out to somebody in a moment of need or it's it's literally and it's not meant to be overwhelming i don't say this for people to be in the back of their head saying oh man every second of every day if there is a person around me you know i need to do x y and z it's it's the whole point is if we're living by faith and we have that perseverance that refines us through the difficulties then it's natural we're going to yeah. live in a way that is a great example to the cloud of witnesses that 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 god that what jesus did for us will throw off everything that hinders yeah. and and that sin that so easily entangles that's just having walk. integrity right like you are the same you know in public as you are in private right and people can tell fake people right like we, we can identify maybe people who are fake in our own lives or or people we see on like online or celebrities or whatnot, you know, whatever. Right. But you can tell when someone's being genuine. Right. When someone is acting in a way that is just them. Right. Exactly. Like they're not putting on a character, they're not putting on a facade, it's them. Yeah. And that's and that's what you know, that's what God has for us. That's what he calls us to. And it, and then it goes on to say, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So each of us has our own walk, and that looks different for everybody. It doesn't mean that everybody's, you know, designed for one ministry or another, and, and I think we all know that, but some of us get caught up in thinking about, well, that person does this, this, and that, so I should be able to do this. We all have our own capacity, but we shouldn't limit ourselves to what we think we can do because God can always grow us. Yeah. So that's that's another thing is, you know, I encourage my kids not to create these boxes for themselves and say, well, well I can't do that because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Moses. It's, Moses yeah. is a great example of this. Yes. When God originally called him to lead the Israelites, Moses said, I can't, I can't speak well. How I am I going to speak yeah. to these people? Mm-hmm. Um, God knew the plan, yeah. but he also knew how to expand Moses in a way so that he could become that, that yeah. leader. Um, and, yep, gave him gave him a helper. And, and gave him a helper, and then Moses still stuck with it. That's that's the yep. big thing about persevering is sticking with it. Yes, I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably not the best speaker. I speak a little too fast. Sometimes I'm not too concise. Same here. But the thing is, if you're willing to step out in faith, and then regardless of it's good or bad, you still actively step out. The Lord is going to refine that. Yep. Don't you think the Lord refined Moses? That's right. Don't you think the Lord refined David? Yeah. Like, I mean, we literally see a moment and of... Literal refining when it like, came to Gideon. I mean... Yeah. Like it, even a little yeah. Refine, uh, refinement when it came to David. Right. Because he had to come to terms with the fact that he committed adultery yep. and then orchestrated a murder. Right. Like, God had to... you know. I, David identified that he needed to be disciplined by God yeah. and was willing to accept that discipline from God. Discipline is not a bad thing. I actually have a, a verse about that too. Ooh, <laughs> I do. Yeah. It's actually in here. But 
Uh, I'll continue with the Hebrews 12. So uh, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. Jesus had perseverance. I mean, the ultimate example. I mean, going before Pilate, you know, not... I think I just said this the other day. Obviously, it's not what happened and it's not what God designed to happen, but I feel like Jesus could have raised up an army if he wanted that, that was of, the original believers and followers to just you know when the jewish people were thinking of the messiah they thought of him as a military and political leader yeah that would evidently lead to an, another independent israel like the times of solomon and david and the kings before it um just go taking out people yeah left they, right. they were trying right. to take him like take him out like right. jesus had the power yeah I mean, literally, like, when you think power, of, but that wasn't the plan. Yeah. When you think of God, literally everything we see is just words that He decided to speak into existence. Right. He spoke us into existence and brought dirt up and made us. Yep. Like we're nothing but just dirt with a tiny bit of consciousness. Like we don't even have the full picture of God. That's, and that's the the, the the Creator of life itself. The, the master of perseverance to watch us, not that he has to go through the difficulty, but to watch us go through the difficulty and have that perfect plan yeah. and, and, and have that play out. The thing is, he could stand there idly yeah. and just watch us struggle, but the beauty of God's mercy and grace yeah. is that That's he right. gives us a helper. He gives us the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like, I think people almost kind of forget about the Holy Spirit in like the Trinity, because Obviously, we talk about God the Father and God the Son. Yeah. Like, if we accept Christ as our Savior, we have the Holy Spirit within us. We have part of the triune nature of God within us, living in us. We are temples of the Holy Spirit. Alive and well. Alive and well, absolutely. Yeah. So, Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, this is Hebrews 12, 2, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And that's the thing is that a lot of times when you have faith to persevere, you know, we we go through struggles and sometimes the weight of that, it, it can depending on everything else going on, you can have things that are heaped on and heaped on, and you're like, Lord, when is this going to be done? Or when am I going to be freed of this? Or when is, you know, this going to happen? Or I haven't seen this happen. But we need to be encouraged to not grow weary and lose heart because God's not done. If it's not happening right now, we, we don't know the things that we're walking through who else's life is being mended and healed? And I know it's hard to think about sometimes. It's like, oh, well, my difficulty is is helping somebody else. But to me, when I think about it personally, it's almost, I guess, refreshing that it, that there there's a purpose. And to me, there's always a purpose. God's always got a purpose for everything. But um, that's encouragement to not grow weary and lose heart, that we always have to have faith. We we just have to persevere in that the, those wilderness seasons. Yeah, are sometimes the biggest seasons of growth. Um, I know I've had to, I've had to walk through wilderness seasons. 
Yeah. I've had to wrestle with my own mental health, my own purpose in life. Well, not too much anymore. I already know where it is now. But I, I wouldn't know what it was. Being, being David hiding in a cave. Yeah. You, you, like Sometimes you got to have your hiding in the cave moment and asking God, what the heck do I do? <laughs> um, but then God starts laying out a path. Yeah. And, and sometimes that path isn't like clear. Yeah. But like, you know, I think first Corinthians says, you know, we look through a mirror dimly. We could, we can see the outline of what the purpose is, Yeah, but we don't see the full picture. But yeah. as we get closer, then, then the reality yeah. of our purpose starts sinking in. That's right. And things come together. We start to, and I actually have that coming up, but when you mentioned discipline, so Hebrews, 12.7 says, endure hardship as discipline. That's right. Endure hardship as discipline because God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. <laughs> Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it. Or we've had you know, human uh, guardians, people in our lives who discipline us, and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the Father of spirits and live? They disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however... It produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. And I feel like that's that's why I said I, I actually had that in here because discipline is one of those things that yeah, it's it's tough when when you realize made you're wrong. a mistake. Yeah, when you made a mistake and you've you've gotta face that, you know. You and sometimes it's a mistake that you can't just fix or that did harm somebody you know emotionally or other just it's it's tough to live through that but we have to learn from it and that faith that perseveres we we can't let that stop us we we have to move forward but having reverence for the lord in that not just trucking through saying well it doesn't matter I just got to keep moving forward because we always have to learn from the discipline if we're not if we're not learning from the discipline then it can't produce a harvest of righteousness and peace yeah if your car breaks down on the side of the road you probably want to figure out what happened to it so it doesn't happen again right right like if you just keep driving with a broken car, it's going to break even more. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, it just becomes more things. and more dangerous to be in. Yeah. It's just an unwise decision. So sometimes, especially, especially when you realize you're in the wrong, yeah. and you have to, like, come to terms with that, you got to feel that. Like, you got to experience that. Yeah. Because, like, if you don't, if you don't realize the weight of your decisions, you're still going to make those bad decisions yeah like if you don't see the pain that it causes yeah. to you yeah. to your family to i mean if you're a ministry leader your congregation yeah like if you don't feel the weight of that 
yeah. you're going to continue acting in in ways that aren't wise. Right. And then that just leads to to just death, whether it be yeah. you know physical death or spiritual death. Yeah. And I feel like yeah, that that stubbornness that's another one of those just those flesh you know things like yeah, I'm, we I'm, don't want to recognize it we want to uh, ignore it we want to go past it or we just want to brush over it but no we yeah. have to we have to learn through that discipline of recognizing we were wrong and to learn from it and to grow from it and to to continue on and have that faith faith to to persevere and to do better yeah, it's recognizing your weaknesses right like i know for me especially growing up my weakness was girls yeah like I chased after so many girls. Distracted, wasted time. Wasted what? time, hey, man, wasted I, energy. Yeah. Um, but I hear you. You know, I I tried doing that because no no, I I was a junior and senior in high school mm-hmm. and I had just given my life to the Lord. So there the, the foundation wasn't as set in stone. Yeah. Just yet. Still some sand in there. Yeah, still yeah. some stand, sand in there. But the thing is like Sometimes the Lord, sometimes he allows bad things to happen. Um, well, he allows to, in our free will, he'll, he'll, he allows us to, to walk through what we're choosing, right? Yeah. Like he, it's like, it, okay, it, you, you're, you're calling for a leader. All right, well, I, I can lead you, but you know what? I'll go ahead and set forth a, a leader to, to lead you because that's what you're asking for. Yeah, like originally Israel wasn't supposed to have kings, right? Right. Yeah, but like everyone's asking, all the Israelites are asking for a king, and he's like, yep. "Okay, fine, I'll just." We get, need somebody to lead us. Lead you, us. You, yeah. yeah, clearly, I can't do it here. Here, here is somebody in enjoy, and then it evidently, you know, should have been Samuel with Saul. But yeah, if, yeah, if, it, yep. it, it just led over time into basically the demise of Israel. Yeah, right, and um, that brings me to Second Corinthians four. Uh, this is going to be 16 to 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Mm. And that's the thing is is sometimes outwardly, yeah, we can seem like we're being run ragged. But inside, if we have that, that faith uh, that, that perseveres, that continues through those difficulties, then when we get to that achieving that accomplishment, um, being that one step closer to God, I feel like that's that perseverance in faith. It, it's not so much the end goal of like, I did it, I made it, I am the ultimate Christian. No, it's that achieving success, that achieving that accomplishment is, you know what? I had a realization about myself. God showed me something about myself. God allowed me to speak, you know, a word to someone that could possibly change their life. Um, and lead them to him to know what Jesus did for them. And it says, For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Hmm. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Even speaking to that, like, that progression that refinement like that's not going to be a linear path like strip away all that holds you back yeah you really really have to observe who you are 
you really have to say, wow, like I can identify that, you know, I have a problem. Mm -hmm. And when you have a problem, you can either accept it and keep moving on, or you can actually address the issue. Because the thing is, like, there there's a cycle to things. Like, it, there's always going to be a, like, there's two cycles here. There's a cycle where you can stay stuck stuck in your sin. Yeah. And, you know, you do your sin, you feel shame about it, and then you end up kind of going back into it to feel something better. Um, and I, I've, I've been guilty of that. Oh, yeah. Like, I've been so guilty of that. Or just even denying that it's anything that needs to be yeah, rooted like, out. Oh, it's not a problem. I can stop whenever yeah. I want to. Yeah. If you could stop whenever you want to, why don't you stop? Right. That's right. Um, Amen. But then w- once you kind of hit that that breaking point, it's like, oh my gosh. Like, Once that realization hits, it's the most terrible, brutal thing, but it's also the most beautiful thing. Yeah. Because like, sometimes you have to be broken down so that God can build you back up. That's right. That refining. That's right. And it's it's so true. I mean, we do get stuck in cycles or we get we get we do that self talk and we, you know, we get to a point where we are okay with things or whatever, but in the back of our head we kind of you know, I'm always like if if there's something that you feel like might not be okay, bring it to God. Like bring it to God. That's if you if there's something in your life where you're like God, should I be doing this or should I be talking like that or should I be just bring it to God and truly like sincerely take take time to pray about it to to read God's word see what He says about it if He if He points it out directly first of all then just recognize that authority and, yeah and respect it um you know. but it it is that just that continual renewal that 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 perseverance of of getting through those difficulties recognizing them and then going through them and learning from them yeah. which um i i had some notes here you know faith and perseverance it, it keeps you going faith and courage gets you through so there's moments yeah. where we you know we're we're stuck and I feel like perseverance is like the marathon. Yeah. It's it's the it's the long haul. And there's things along the way that that I feel like the Holy Spirit can can help refine and and reinforce in us like having courage to stand out and step out in our faith, um discipline, discernment, a lot of, you know, the the fruits of the spirit. There's a lot of things that that will help us to persevere. And uh, Hebrews 11.1, 1, you know, says that faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Yeah. Just like what I had read in, in 2 Corinthians, you know, what we do not see is, is eternal. And that's where our, our, our faith and perseverance uh, that has to be enough. You know, we, we have our testimony and everything that we can share with each other. But at the end of the day... You know, it's it's our faith and that perseverance of knowing that uh, Jesus paid it all. Yeah. You know, we just celebrated that with Easter, and I, you know, I, I think it it actually hit me in a way that was different from any other 
season or year and I think it's just from a place where God has brought me to uh, I was reading my Bible and I just read the words Jesus before Pilate and I just started crying because in that moment when I read those words I imagined being in the crowd behind Jesus and even though I was silent like in my mind while I was envisioning this everybody around me was you know shouting and spitting and cursing Jesus and he's standing in dirt in front of Pilate and I yeah I just started crying I felt like the spirit was like you know just just kind of welling up within me to to be like to, to recognize the weight of what that was like you know you just see different things you see movies you see all this stuff that that I think helps us create a picture in our mind sometimes of certain things um, and maybe it was something more um, like a vision from the Lord but it, either way whatever it was in that, that moment it's something that stuck with me that I'll probably never forget and it was the simplest thing just in yeah. the morning before work I read the words Jesus before Pilate and just started to weep and the sun was rising there was like an orange the sun was coming up yeah. and just like in that moment I looked at the sky and then I had that vision of being in the crowd behind Jesus and just cursing like everybody cursing him that's and a great challenge question if you were back in Jesus' time and you were standing in that crowd with Jesus before Pilate, what would you be saying? Yeah. Would you be saying this man is an innocent man? He has done nothing wrong? Or would you be there spitting at him and saying crucify him? Um, you know, only you know that answer. Yeah. Uh, but even Jesus, to those people who said crucify him, crucify him, you know, the people who basically allowed for his execution to take place said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus wants you, period. And bottom line, end of story, that's the entire point of Christianity. Yeah. Is that Christ loved you so much that he died in your place so that you would never, ever be separated from God ever again. That's right. So regardless of what side you want, Jesus still loves you and still wants a relationship with you. Um, but the beautiful thing about relationships is their work. Yeah. Their work. And obviously, you probably know this way better because you're, you've been married for how long now? It's going to be 12 years this year. Oh, my gosh. 12 years. Yeah. Like, I imagine you've had to refine no, your own love. Let me with, correct that. Ooh. It'll be 13 years this year. Ooh. Yeah. Like, in the, you're nearly 13 years of marriage. You've probably had to, it, it's been work. Yeah. With, with like, sh like with Shelly and especially when you bring kids into the equation, like. Yeah. Look. No, it's tiring. It's, you know, I've got to admit, I, we're definitely, I feel blessed. Uh, Shelly's amazing. I call her Michelle. That's weird to call her Shelly. But everybody knows her as Shelly. So for the sake of this, I'll refer to her as Shelly. Um, so me and Shelly. You know, I love our marriage. We we go, we just have so many great adventures together, and I thank God for her. Um, there's definitely been difficulties. Um, there's perseverance. There's there's just daily life stuff. Just, you know, life happens. But uh, I, I truly am blessed by uh, our union, for sure. It's, she's amazing. Our kids are amazing. Um, shout out to all you guys. <laughs> um, I, I but love it, but it is. Awesome. It's something that 
you know, having God be the, the center and continuing to work to make that a reality, because it's not always a reality, you know, if we're being honest, it's, stuff happens, you, you, you don't sit there and, you know, pray, hopefully you do, but I think a lot more people can connect with not getting into your Bible, not praying uh, as much as you think you should or as much as you want to. But I encourage everybody, have the desire to want to get into the Word. Have the desire uh, to speak with God and to, to know what Jesus has done and what he's calling us to. And the rest, it, it does get easier. Even in the difficulties, it, it gets easier. That faith does allow us to persevere. The solutions become a lot more clear. Yeah, and we have a lot more hope. That's the thing, is we're, we don't lose hope. There's, there's so much power in knowing what God has for us and the, the hope and promises that are there, that, that he promised to us. Um, I think this is appropriate for right now. So in 1 Corinthians 13, as I was going through, it says, uh, 13.9, For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when completeness comes, what is in part disappears. When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror, then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. These three, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. So as we persevere and walk in our faith, we can see the fruit of the Spirit. We can, we can see God moving in, in so many ways. Uh, we can see lives changed, hearts healed, chains broken, and we can see God's plan working to our good. But that only happens when we have the faith to persevere and, and to continue seeing it. Because if we, if we walk away, if we throw it all away, then, then maybe somebody down the road will tell us, oh, hey, you remember when that happened? And, you know, make all these connections. But if we're walking through it, we get to see what God's doing. We get to look around and see the testimonies. We get to see the lives changed. Um, and sometimes we have to look for it. Sometimes it's not as blatant and, and as easy but if you pray about it and and you're you're walking with god and and jesus is moving in you and you allow the spirit to move and when god calls you to take a step of faith you take that step you pray for somebody that god that, that the spirit's just stirring in you hey you should pray for that person like not just right here it's quietly like you should go physically walk over and pray for that person which i've done before it's awkward. I've done that it's, too. It's also very awkward. It's, it's awkward. It's a comfort thing for sure, but it's awesome. And I've had people pray uh, and share visions or dreams about myself or me and uh, me and Shelly. There's just so many testimonies that I could give. Uh, and if anybody wants, I can I can talk to you, you know, sometime and share that stuff. But um, God is just there. Uh, calling out and we just have to have that, that faith, that perseverance to uh, get, get through the difficulties and the delay 
because um, sometimes it's not about difficulty. Sometimes it's just about the time that that has lapsed. Just you know, season through season, we wait for things, and you know, it's not necessarily difficult, but it's just that waiting, and we have to. We also have to have that patience um, because it's on God's time. It's it's not on our time. Um, it's never on our time. Sometimes God is gracious enough, TV. yeah, gracious <laughs> enough to uh, move right then and there when when you're hoping and you want it to. Um, but over time, uh, like it says. You know, now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. Uh, God will reveal those things, and, and sometimes it'll be years later, um, and we just have to recognize that and, and just give praise to the Lord for that testimony. Even and, in that perseverance and seeking out the Lord, in a way, it almost draws you closer to Him. Like It's like a restless feeling. Yeah. Um. St. Augustine of Hippo once said, you know, I will remain restless until I rest in you. Because, yeah. like, we, yeah. I, we always search for something that will evidently complete us. Yeah. But, you know, we don't, we don't see the full picture because we are just human. Right. We only see what's in front of us. We only see through our experience. Yeah. But God sees the whole picture. Yeah. So even when we look through that dim mirror... You know, we know we know who God's made us in part. That's right. But the closer we get to Him, we be, we become fully known in who God's made us to be. Yeah. So like I I, I I've heard it say that it's like the already but not yet of faith. Yeah. Um, like ultimately, like I one day I cannot wait to dwell in the Father's house. Yeah. Um, but I also know there's a purpose behind why I'm here. Yep. right now um, so albeit I rejoice in the day that I you know go up to heaven and you know see Jesus face to face and experience God's kingdom in its yeah. entirety um, I will not I don't think I'll ever be fully like I won't be I will be completely restless until I rest in yeah. him so sure. like that's kind of part of the journey is yep. understanding that, you know, we only see a picture of it. Right. But there's even more beyond. Right. Like, e even in our lives, like, you know, the more we go through things and the more we experience what life has and all its struggles and inconsistencies, and then we see our own inconsistencies and be like, man, I got to address that. And we address it. We start getting bigger pieces of God's picture and for me it leaves me in awe because yeah. it's just like i see you now right but there's so much more to you that i will never ever understand while i'm here on earth right just seeing the vastness of god and seeing the vastness of who he is like in his entirety just puts me in reverential awe but yeah. also appreciation because god is much bigger than us oh for sure Absolutely. again we are even more than what we can yeah Imagine we are yeah. dust with a bit of consciousness within. Yeah. But like when, like, like you see a lot of people in the Bible when they see like an angel of the Lord or some divine being, they can't help but to fall flat on their face because right. they know it's bigger than us. They know, 
but ultimately, even in our small nature, God still calls us very highly. Yeah. Like, and it, I, I love, like, looking up at the stars at night, especially on, like, a really clear night up north. Yeah. To where you can see all the stars just painted along along yeah, the I know. sky. It, and it's, it's, I wish you could, you know, that we could get that view here. There's too much light pollution, but... Yeah, when you can get away and you can really be out in nature and, and really see the sky the way that God designed it and the yeah. way, you know, that he wants us to see it. Yeah, it's like there are billions of stars in our galaxy yeah. alone. And there's more galaxies than I think we can even yeah. predict at this point. Yeah. You know, and just imagine like God has a list of all these things he's created, like the yeah. billions and trillions and whatever number to the power of what? Whatever, yeah. Yeah. Like when, and you look at the top of his list of all the things that he's made. Yep. The number one thing that he loves is you. That's right. The number one thing he loves is you. Over all the stars in the sky, over all the trees on this earth, from yep. all the beauty that is just in like the nature that we see, and then yep. even beyond up in the space, God loves you the most. That's right. Has a and has an amazing plan. And just wants us to experience that and to know him. Yeah. And that actually kind of brings me to my, I think, final point. Because uh, I think it just speaks volume about um, God's love, about, you know, Jesus loving us so much to stand before Pilate and just walk through that to persevere to the very end, to, to die, to save us, to pay that payment that, required a perfect sacrifice that only he could pay um and it's in first corinthians uh 13 6 it says love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects it always trusts always hopes always perseveres Hmm. and it ends with always perseveres and that's that's the thing is that god's love will always persevere. It will always overcome every hardship. It will always be able to bring us out of the darkness. It allows us to be the light in the world that Jesus called us to be. That that love that perseveres, that protects, that trusts, and that always hopes. We just if we can remember that, remember all that's God that God has done, what Jesus calls us to um, I just, I think that truly being able to embrace that and understand that is just something that I pray for myself, for you, for, for everyone to be able to experience that because, you know, I, I just, I truly feel like that's what God wants for us is that to know that love that he has for us and that it will always persevere. And his love, there's fullness of joy. Yeah. Fullest of life. Yeah. Because, like, you can live, like, a discount life. Like, you try to figure it out, and then, like, you kind of just get by with what you got. And just kind of, like, say, oh, like, God's oh, got so much like, more. I, 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 I got, like, a 75% on, like, the life score. Like, that's pretty good. That's a, that's a C. Yeah. C's get degrees. But, you know, we, we, we could strive for for medi- that mediocrity, or we can allow God to teach us perseverance yeah, so that we can have that like 
truly the life we were called to live. Yeah, I can say there's so much in my life that there's so much more fullness because of the things that God has done and and just given me the honor of being able to to use me to walk through. I mean, there's just there's not even words to really get into it all because it's it's that amazing it's beyond words it's it's more of an understanding that when you have that relationship with god you you understand it you get it um and i i pray that more people can know you know can know that can experience that with god yeah um i have nothing else to say do you have anything else to say no that huh? that i i i think i, I think, got and then some i think we just put a bow on top of that that was awesome yeah. Um, so I'm just going to pray us out Absolutely. real quick. And wouldn't have it any other way. Wouldn't have it any other way. Father God, we we just lay right before you. And we just worship how awesome you are. How immense you are. How beautiful you are. That God, you are much bigger than we can ever understand. But God, your love for us never changes. Your love is still the same. And Lord, when we face trials, when we have to be refined a little bit, when we have to face that discipline, let us face it with perseverance so that we don't shrink back and hide. But Lord, we persevere and power through because Lord, you have not called us to just simple lives, Lord. Your plan is way too beautiful for simple lives, Lord. So, God, we we surrender before you. God, we just clear the Holy Spirit would just lie upon us and upon the viewer and the listener. So, God, you you just allow us to grow into the people we need to be. I pray for those who are going through struggles right now. I pray for those who are facing the reality of of sin and death and all those things that aren't of God. That Lord, you give them the strength to face it. You give them the power to know that you already have it under control. And that Lord, even though we don't see the full picture yet, Lord, we strive to see it in its completeness whenever that day may be. Because Lord, we know the vastness of your love is beyond comprehension. And that, Lord, you never abandoned us or leave us behind. So, Lord, we know we're walking in this with you. Be with us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Whew. Yeah. That was good. That was awesome. We were, we were preaching up there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Speaking what the Lord put on my heart. Yes, which is kind of like preaching, I guess. Is that what that is? Is that how it's Some, done? That, that's is that how, what you do? That's that's how that works. Uh, for me, yeah, that's awesome. Like, so, like I maybe I ha- I have notes, but sometimes, like about thirty to forty percent of the time, Holy Spirit just downloads yeah. something in me. I can feel it. I, yeah. I get it. And like sometimes you gotta like process that a little bit, yeah. but then man, like it just comes through, and people are just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that spoke to me. That's I'm awesome. just like yeah. that wasn't me, man. Right? Yeah, it that wasn't, wasn't me. me. Yeah, that's 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 right. the Holy Not Spirit. Me. That's God. the power of the Holy that's Spirit right. right there. That's right. That's uh, awesome. hope, I my hope and prayer is that 
if you're watching this or listening to this, you know, wherever it may be, um, I hope this has made you think, made it impact you in some way, because, you know, th- this life is too short just to stay in the same place. That's right. So with that, I'm going to cut the stream, cut the audio, but uh, just know that whatever time you may be listening to this or watching this, God loves you. His love is never changing. And whatever you may be going through right now, God's got you. Um, it may be hard at times, and I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. I don't, I don't think life is easy, right? No. But ultimately, God has an amazing plan for you. He's never leaving you. And as long as you trusted him, everything is going to be a-okay. That's right. But with that, thank you for watching, everybody. And we will catch you next week. Go out and change some lives, people. That's what I'm doing. That's why I'm walking away. I'm rock- walking right out of this building. Right out of here. That's right. Hold on, let me just kick the door open real quick. All right, bye, everybody.